What is up, everybody? Chris Hollifield here. I want to give you a nice, warm welcome to a brand new episode of the I Am Salt Lake podcast. Hey, our website, IamSaltLake.com. This is where you can go and listen to the entire catalog of back episodes of the podcast. All 500 plus episodes are right there on the website. Go listen to them. Go check them out. Hey, is this your first time listening to the podcast and now you're wondering, what am I about to get into? What am I about to listen to? Well, this podcast is all about showcasing awesome people right here in Salt Lake City, Utah. We're talking to musicians, authors, business owners, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries, food truck owners, really anyone that might have a cool story to share. Really quick, before we get into this episode, I want to let you guys know that I'm a licensed real estate agent here in the state of Utah. I'm based out of Keller Williams. I'm on the Be Heard team. I'm loving it, and I would love to help you guys by giving you a free market analysis of your home. Really simple, really easy, no strings attached. Just reach out to me, get in touch, shoot me a text, give me a call, 801-244-2908 and I'll give you a free market analysis of your home. Maybe you're curious what kind of equity you've built on it over the last couple of years. Well, I'd love to help you out on that. Again, uh, my phone number is 801-244-2908. Get in touch. I'd love to chat with you. And on that note, let's get into this conversation on uh, I Am Salt Lake podcast. This is a good one, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. We're we're going. I got the record button going. Oh I mean, shit, you do. We're, we're oh, going. I mean, we got. And I do want to say this. Tell mole, mole, mole. Oh, mole. Ooh, mm, it tastes like mole. Yeah, Chris, you gotta smell this. Just okay. Oh, smell yeah. This. No, no, no. No, I'll smell it. So we got uh, mm. just for people listening for 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 listeners. This is a great holiday beer. Yeah, Bewildered comes out Day of the Dead, so it comes out Day of the Dead time. So around Halloween. Okay, Ooh, so, yeah. so we have David here from Taste Masters Podcast. What's up? Uh, which <laughs> we're going to get into, and we're going to find out all about it. I mean, obviously, he talks about booze and, and alcohol a lot, so we're here uh, sipping. Well, I'm not sipping any any uh, beer or alcohol. Chrissy More and David me. is. Yeah, we're, we're, we're uh, taking yeah, care we're, of that. We're like, that's cool. You just, you just, but you got smell. No, Tell hey, me what here, you smell. Here, so here's the thing. I'm going to be 100%. I love beer. Same. I yeah, love me too. Beer. I love the taste of it. I love everything. Everything about, about it. it is so great. It's just for some reason. I think a lot of it's the gluten, right? You know, I have a lot of gluten mm, issues I fix that for and, you. And, and whatnot. But because uh, I have non, I have non, I have gluten free stuff here too. So ooh, I got you throw me a curveball, yeah, homie. I'll yeah, figure yeah, it out. No, I, I, I know. <laughs> I know so I what know. do you guys smell though? Tell me. Excuses, excuses. Eyes, when you first look at it, yeah. sight's the first thing you see. Right? Well, it looks like soda. I mean, it, first I was like, okay, it looks like Coke. You know. Dark, right? Yeah, dark. Yeah. It's about then, that color. Then you go, the next thing is you smell it. Whenever you mm, break down a beverage. So if you like, see a brewer or a distiller, you're always going to see them. It smells smell. like, uh, just like, um, I, I want to say, I can't, I can't put my, I can't put my so finger on vanilla, it. vanilla, cinnamon, cinnamon and chipotle. Ah, okay. There you go. And then Very they put uh, in tequila barrels. So they age it in tequila barrels. And yeah. this is what happens. And, and. When I first had this, I'm like, I love mole. That's just like a secret. You know, I like Latin food. food and that's just ugh. weird. Right. And then um, they came out with this mole porter and I go, you're putting mole in a beer? That's re- no. It so, sounds so extreme. You, this isn't a thing then normally. There's no. never been a mole beer. Not that I know of. No. Okay. So Cody you're Ross a beer expert. Well, I wouldn't call me an expert. I'm just, I well, like to talk about it. That's what happened I with would. this podcast. I'm just trying to showcase people like this going, what the hell are you doing? 
Do you feel like, I feel like the brewers and distillers in Utah in this area are so much more creative like than other areas with the the mixes that they come up with and like the the special drinks they come out with. Yeah, it's, it's like really, cool. really interesting. And Utah has a niche of of or I guess a, a redhead stepchild aspect of you know Utah Mormons. We don't like Utah. They can't they can't hang. They can't party. They don't do anything cool. Well, keep thinking that because I'm sitting here introducing all these awesome artists. And I have in front of you. I have a Moscow Mule from Simplicity that you know they make in house. It's the best cocktail in a can that you can like. Imagine making the cocktail at home in that can. The best. Another can cocktail from Ogden's Own Peach Tea with Porter's Fire. So they put that inside of a cocktail. Fantastic. And which then we sounds have, amazing. You know, we have Ferta, which is TFTF is probably one of the is the best example of a great brewery in Utah. If you if you want to tell me. You know, best brewery in Utah, I think TF, because Kevin Templin and what his crew, he's got 25 plus years of experience. And, you know, like, you know how mom used to make it, how dad used to make it. Well, he's been honing that in all, all those years. Did you say how making, mom used to make it? And yeah. Get, and like mom used to make back, beer, huh? Back in the day. Yeah, just hey, like mom whiskey, used to make yeah, beer. Whiskey sure. was invented by housewives. I wish right? my mom made beer back in the day. <laughs> women cool women were the first brewers. Pretty rare. So <laughs> the men were the gatherers, hunters. Yeah. And we women, know how to party. Women what I'm knew saying. how to make beer. That's that's legit. Like yeah, that. so yeah. I, that's it, how they fed the slaves at the pyramids. Fun fact: they gave them beer. Really? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, of course. Uh, Chris that's how they kept them motivated. That, right? what, did, did you learn that's that? That's what the Discovery that? Channel told me. Okay, I was going to say, did you learn? So while you're sipping this beer here, I got some questions. Uh, you hit me, I, brother. Because I want to, you know, get into some of these other drinks and some of these other beers. But for the sake of of my knowledge and Chrissy's knowledge and listeners' knowledge, when did your podcast start? Like. Have you have you always been a beer lover? Is that what made you start your podcast? That's a lot of questions. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I like, what, what, was, what was the moment where you're like, all right, I'm going to do it? You want what the origin the story? Point? You want yeah. the origin story? So, yeah. mommy, David, daddy, David, met. You want, like, that far? Or you want, like, <laughs> hey, as far as you want to uh, go. So, I, I like your style. I like, I like your energy and your humor. No, brother. So, what happened was, uh, I was bartender for five years up at Sundance Mountain Resort. So, it wasn't the Owl Bar, wasn't the, you know, Founder Grill. I, I did VIP catering at banquets. So, whenever oh, right Mr. Redford or any of, you know, there's high end clientele, I would bartend and I met some. I have great. That's an, Another episode for another day. I have great stories of that. It was super cool. I fell in love with crafting, making, I don't know who you are, but ethanol doesn't taste good. I, I, right. But right. It's not fun. No, but I can put lavender and honey and, you know, ginger beer and make a drink, make, you know, taste good. I can make that weird vodka taste better. And so I, I felt like a barista, but a bartender, I became a bartender and I fell in love with that. Long story short. Uh, in Lehigh's Trap Tank, so there's only one brewery in Utah, and that's Trap Tank. And they have two locations, one in Springville. They opened in 2016. Then they opened the Lehigh one in 2019. And at the time, my friend was a GM of that location. And he's like, hey, I, I need a bartender to help me open the bar. Would you? I'm like, hmm, why not? It's closer. Let's do it. So I helped him open the bar, became a bartender server at uh, Strap Tank. And then I found out about craft beer being made in the ho- in house. So my first, I brought my first craft beer I ever had, and it was the Uintas Cutthroat. Oh, that's a that's, that's a, good a beer. So it's OG. First. I hated yeah. it. Hated hate it when it? I first tried it. About seven years ago, I had it. I hated it. Oh, absolutely hate it. I'm like, this is dog shit. Like I, I think was that your first beer you ever first had? craft beer? First craft. So, I remember, craft? so wait, you thought like a Bud Light was better than that? I did. Yeah. Really? So my well, my go to beer is Pacifico. Pacifico is better. Pacifico, okay. if you open my fridge and it's not a Pacifico, something's wrong with me or I'm going through something. You know what I mean? Oh, There's dear. always a Pacifico <laughs> in my fridge. That's my go-to That's drink. your tell. Yeah. All right. Um, so this is a craft beer. This is what an English style bitter should be. Or, a, you know, they call it a pale ale, but it's not. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But 
they, they drink this. I'm like, oh, I can't do it. It's too mm-hmm. hoppy, too bitter. But yeah, you kind of have to appreciate the flavors. No. And and so the gentleman, his name is Sean Smith. He's the brewmaster at the time. He came from Uinta, started a help with the brewmaster at Strap Tank, and he started creating all these different styles of beers. And he would show and tell me like what to taste, how to taste them, not, you know, from light to dark beers, from hoppy, not hoppy, lagers and ales. And I just fell in love with different, yeah, sure. I knew the Pacifico, the Modelo, you know, Bud Light, the Heinekens. I knew those, like I served them, but I didn't understand the craft beer. And so I realized, wait a second, you're blowing my mind in my palate. So not all beer tastes like dog shit and not all beer is Bud Light. Right. Yeah. yeah. Flavor. Like it's you're, kind you're, of a weird surprise this you, when you become an adult. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> drinking this beer. You're like, I'm getting weird, like festive flavors and it's blown. Like, exactly. I feel like I should be at Thanksgiving dinner with this. Yeah. Like, and this it's is making a, a memory for you. Yeah. It's yeah. stuff. And so it's that's why I got oomph. This guy who makes it. So the people who make this bewildered beer, like, okay, how'd you do it? And I want to know why. Tell me why am I just getting these feelings of, oh, yeah. let's celebrate. Exactly. Cause you know, there's, you can taste the story. Exactly. And yeah. so Sean Smith had stories. And so that's what I got into it. And so I started the podcast as the beginning. I had my friend Wyatt. I didn't want to go by myself. I'm like, hey, it's got to be, I don't want to be solo. Um, I just want to learn about craft beer. Where did beer come from? Why is beer good? Why does beer taste the way it tastes? And so it was kind of an educational thing. And yeah, Sean Smith was the first brewmaster I ever had come on and try to educate us about beer. So I tried to, you know, what's a lager? What's this, that? And then it started um, catapulting to, I was just meeting cool people. And hearing about their stories. I don't know why, but people are like, I'll come on your podcast and talk about it. Like, they want to talk about their art. Yeah. So like, yeah, let's talk about it. And so we talked about, you know, their beer and how cool they are because they're super cool styles. So it was beer at first. And then I met distillers. And then I met people like, you guys know Melissa Diaz, Sweet Vinyl Cupcake yeah. Bake Shop? Oh my gosh, yeah. I love her. So, I had I bought one of her cupcakes at Bewilder Brewery the other see? night. Holy crap, it was They're so still good. good. But yeah. you're putting booze inside of cupcakes and the booze is good and the mm-hmm. cupcakes are good? Go to hell. Talk to me. It's incredible. Like, I don't know about, you know? And yeah. then and then I found out there's coffee going into into beer. Wait, what? Talk talk to me about that. And then so when and then Hans Kombucha. Yeah. So they they yes. they do fermentation. So their scobies will eat the sugar and produce, you know, the kombucha. So that's fermentation. So it went from craft beer to craft beer, craft distilling. And anything in the fermentation process. That's yeah. it. So now I, I have I have friends in the cider industry. I have friends in the distilling industry, kombucha making, cupcake, you name it. And it's like, oh my God. So this little community inside of Utah is beautiful. It's fantastic. And they're so talented. And I just want to give them a mouthpiece. So now I've dedicated my pod. It's not, podcast isn't about me. Yeah, I have cool hair. I'm fun to talk to, whatever. But it's about the artists that I'm showcasing. And yeah. that's yeah. what it's turned into. Yeah. I and, love and that. And how long ago did you start? Because you, you just... You have a hundred episodes. I noticed. I just celebrated my hundred episodes, dude, which uh, is ridiculous. Yeah, thank you. It was yeah, I, yeah. I made it a special tough, episode. It's tough to make it like past ten. Consistency even. is what. If anyone asks, I just be consistent, right? And uh, and quality works. And um, so I started in 2019. I gave the idea. You know, it birthed the idea. I worked on it for three months, and then I said, "Hey, the first week." So my episodes come out every Thursday. First week in January 2020, I launched it. And then I kept doing it. I kept doing it. The pandemic happened. No one wanted to meet those who didn't. I, I don't. That's I'm not judging anyone, but I didn't. I don't do phone call ones. It's face to face because there's something different about sharing a pint with someone mm-hmm. than it is over the phone, right? So you, you was, miss the the energy, the real you, life energy. Yeah, I want, I want to see your guys' face. I want yeah. to ask stories. I want to talk. Like, let's look yeah. at my face. Like, let's do it, right? <laughs> and so, look that, at me. And so, some people. I I had to move my studio shut down, so I had to go to. Uh, my house and make like a makeshift uh, 
room with I put like little foam pads on the walls yeah. and everything. Yeah. And, We're and I familiar. Sat there. Yeah, and uh-huh. I made it happen, and and it kept. I just didn't give up, and mm-hmm. for some reason, people keep calling me passionate, which is awesome. Like, I, yeah, I'm passionate, but. I just love meeting cool people. Like if you're an asshole, I'll still be nice. I just won't invite you to my dinner table. I'm like, okay, but that's fair. I like to, I feel like I, whenever you're being a good person, you magnetize to other sure. good people. And so like, yeah, I'm meeting cooler and cooler people, whether you're introverted, extroverted, just come talk to me. Cause you probably have the same thing where you guys are like, Hey, no, I'm not interesting. You don't want to talk to me. Like I'll oh, probably sound sure. awkward. I'm like, hey, yeah, let me take care of that. Just come sit down and have a pint with me. And and hundred episodes later, I'm like, this is still fucking cool. That's so, so cool. rad. Yeah. That's so, did, so rad. did you take classes or how did you learn how to podcast? Because it's quite, no, it's, I, it's kind of a difficult little skill to learn. Brother, I just sent it. Okay. And learned from, so it started with me just doing it. I had a blue Yeti mic and, uh, you know, I had a makeshift at Wyatt's house. We had like this makeshift uh, fort we made. And for about like four or five episodes, you know, I had good, like knowledgeable quality, quantity of an, uh, quality of episodes. And my friend reached out to me who does, uh, vocals, guitar lessons, uh, piano, all this stuff. He has a studio and he reached out to me and goes, Hey, your episodes kind of sound like shit. Like, can you, uh, let me help you with that. I'm like, sure. Like whatever. So he let me his studio. So he was my first sponsor. So I had wow, an actual studio. Cool. So he had like another room where I could, you know how you see when musicians have like in the background, like, yeah. they yeah, have like- the whole <laughs> shebang. And I'm like, okay, like this is really cool. So then inviting guests to the studio made it seem like I was even more legit. Yeah. And then just with practice, like I, I don't think I'm a good podcaster, but I still like, I just kept doing it and got better and better and the equipment's getting better. And once the pandemic hit, I shut down the studio. So that threw a curveball. Mm-hmm. But then now I, I can take my equipment mobile. So right now in my car, I have my stuff. So if you guys want to do an episode right now, I'll bring my stuff in. Let's just do an episode. <laughs> but now it's because I can, I can go to Park City. Yeah, That's yeah. cool. I can go to Ogden. I can go places. I live in Utah County. Okay. So a okay. lot of my wow. episodes happen in Salt Lake. So what, what do you use, like a Zoom H6 in or something like that? Is that uh, so we just got a new one. It was a, a Z8. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Brand new. Pod, pod track yes. uh, thing. Yeah. So yeah. now it's going to be, the interface will be, in, you know, this SD card will be there instead of using a laptop yeah. and the interface. Because we're doing a pre-Sonos before, but now it's going to be different. Dude, yeah, it's crazy. It is. And it's growing and getting better and better. And my because my producer buys so much, he gets a deal. So I like, can, you know, it, and everyone's so cool. helping each other out. And yeah. Then Chad Hopkins was my first, uh, from Hopkins Brewing, he was my first like big time sponsor. So he's like, hey, you're doing cool shit. So uh, you can use my brew house to record your episodes. I'm like, what? That's really cool. Because it was really hard to coordinate a producer, Utah County, people from Salt Lake, my schedule, and try to meet on like a, you guys know how it is. It's really oh, hard. It's to, so hard. Your to... life and then other people's lives. And then, eh, hey, I'll come to you. So let's make it happen. And, and Chad was having then... Um, Joel over at Mountain West, one of my good friends, yeah. and oh, he's like, hey, Joel. come use my stuff. Uh, you just got to feed me beer. Hell yeah, down. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a fair trade. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's funny. You know a lot of the same people that we know and that we've had on the podcast. I mean, even even Bewilder Brewing. I mean, we've had those guys on the podcast uh, that you're drinking right now. And I mean, I see some of the other stuff, um, which which I want to get into. Joel, Hammer Spring, uh, Joel from Mountain West. I mean, uh, tip my hat to those guys that when we recorded, we were talking before we started recording. I mean, how long did we record at Mountain West? A couple for? months. No, it was probably even longer than that. It I might, mean, it yeah, might, it was. A, might have even been a year, Chrissy, that we recorded there. Yeah, I don't know. I know I locked you out one time. Yeah. That was fun. There's yeah. some good stories in Mountain West. Oh, good yeah. stories. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I know we don't just focus on alcohol here. 
But you know, you're kind of uh, you're, you're a relative, I guess you would say. Yeah, a yeah sounds like it. Podcast. You're like a second cousin. Yeah, Not a first yeah. Because when I saw you guys' podcast, so after I started the podcast, I looked at other podcasts. Yeah. And so I saw you guys. I'm like, oh, who's this? I am so like, shit. They have like five thousand episodes. I can't compete. <laughs> and then you guys are taking on this like. Everyone in Salt Lake. Yeah, we have rabbis, you have chocolate makers, you have <laughs> yeah. teachers, you have you know, like everyone. It's I'm like, like a lot. Oh my god! Like I, I, so I'm I I've been focusing on just these artists in this industry because too much is overwhelming. I'm just gonna yes. hone on that. So no. kudos to you guys because I don't know how you do it, but hey, well done. Well, I love it. I'm I'm jealous that you've really niched down. Yeah. I, I, if I would have been smarter, I would have done it your way. I think hmm. that that is the hard part for me too. Is I get really passionate about every industry that we bring on and it's like there's not enough time to showcase everything and it is really cool i love that you have niched down and you're really focusing on this area of salt lake because you actually can highlight everyone yeah and you know we we won't have the time to be able to highlight everyone we would love but the good thing about you guys is you have uh an endless amount of episodes. You yeah. guys can do this until you're 70 something, you know, to the grave, 80s. You know, I, for me, it's <laughs> like, I have, Chris is like, oh, I hope we're not here. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about doing like, once I, because I get brewmasters, I get people in the brewery, because yeah. I'm a brewer myself. I don't know if I told you guys that. No. We haven't gotten there yet. Oh, you should sorry. tell us about that. So, so the podcast, so I help open the bar, uh, pandemic hit. So then I lost, I was the first line of defense to lose my job. As bartenders and servers, see ya. That yeah. day, the world shut down. And so my wife and I were just putting into our first house. And so I went immediately, everyone started collecting unemployment checks. I went to the temp agency and I started working in a uh, dog treat facility where I had to go in ovens at night, you know, from the hours of like 5 a.m. to 5 p.m., 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. So it was graveyards. I'd go into ovens about 190 degrees and pull out dog treats. It was a living, literal living hell. Wow. And I grinded my ass off. I kept talking to now the, my boss and brewer, head brewer at Strap Tank, director board, and who has lots of experience from Squars and Wasatch and Uinta. And then he, uh, I was always talking about beer. Like, I want to home brew. Like, I want to make beer, 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 beer. And he showed me. Anyway, so an opening happened. So when the brewmaster left, he became brewmaster. So someone needed to be his job. And so he reached out to me. He's like, hey, I got an awesome opportunity for you. I'm like, oh, what? Nice. what is it? He's like, you want to be a brewer? And I almost cried. I'm like, yes is a dog's ass water tight yes i do like let's go <laughs> and so i did it and i've been a brewer since uh the day of the dead 2009 uh, 2020 so the number first 2020 i was a brewer and i've been a brewer since and, and, and where, where, awesome. where are you brewing at then strap tank brewery okay strap tank so i'm in okay. the lehigh and springville facilities oh, right on. so it kind of helps to be in the industry mm-hmm. and then people are like oh you you so you get it yeah you want to come sit down sure so yeah cool. that is nice you have like you have your familiarity and yeah. uh like status as an industry mm-hmm. kind of insider. So while I'm learning from these cool badasses, I'm also like, it's honing in my own skills, my own work. Right. It's really That's cool. so cool. Man, yeah. Strap Tank is good. I, I ate there once, the one in Lehigh, and had a beer, and it was... What well kind done. of food do well they done. have there? I, mean, they... I got a pizza. Okay. They have everything. Yeah. So it's just like a, like a squatters or... Oh, yeah, basically. Yeah, they got but like, their pizza Brewery food's always bomb. Yeah. If, you know, oh, you dude, judge yeah. a brewery by the food and the beer, right? Okay. Absolutely. So they have, you know, burgers, pastas, seafood appetizers, fried pickles, you name it. And it's, been, it's fantastic. Yeah. But being a brewer changed my life and being doing this podcast is just helping. And it's just really cool to showcase my friends as art. Cause yeah. I know what it's like to, my first beer that I ever wrote as a recipe, I should have brought is on tap for the first time. Like no my, no it's way. Not strap tank. Yeah. Let's give it a shout out. What is it called? It's called little Scott. So it's a Scottish light. So the, typically that, that style is about 2.7 to three, six ABV. So it's a, it's a tabletop beer. So the point of it is to drink 
a shit ton, not be shmammied and go home. Right. Nice. So I made that style. I made it a 4% beer. And so it's a nice malty, uh, caramelly kind of tasting beer. Uh, yeah, I should have brought it. Uh, it's like a great lunch beer. Yeah. And it was really like. cool to, to make it like my first recipe I ever wrote. My, my, uh, my boss was so, he loved it. He saw it, he liked it. And he's like home run the first time. I That's so think, cool. Yeah. And so seeing my product actually become my art become like available. Real, I'm like, Oh shit, I can do it. Where can I people it. like try it? If people want to go try it out only right now, it's in the Lehigh facility. Uh, strap tank, not in right Springville on. yet, but it might be one day. Hmm. We'll see. So where would you like this, this all to take you? Like brewing and this podcast? I mean, where do you see it? Uh, where do you yeah, see so, um, with it? I don't want to ever be a head brewer or a brewmaster. Why um, is that? Why, why not? Because that's just too much, uh, too much knowledge, too much going. I'm not a manager. I'm a workaholic. I work hard. Um, you put me in behind the trenches and I'll work for you. Uh, it's I, nice to be behind the scenes because you can spend your time learning instead of being in charge. And I like that because my, my saying is when knowledge increases, behavior changes. So I like to just increase that knowledge. I like to learn, learn, learn. I'm in my books. Uh, the wife and I don't really watch TV. We like watching documentaries or read books. And so that's really cool about us. It's kind of old school in this kind of society. And so I just want to keep learning. But if I become like a head something, I have to now take care of other people's learnings. And You're a teacher at that point much. instead yeah. of, yeah. Um, yeah. So eventually I'd like to have my own space where I have all my friends' beers, liquors, syrups, kombuchas, coffees, and in the middle of it, I can have my podcast. Room. Oh my gosh, like the Utah Tastemasters store. There yeah, so my so wife and I cool. have a we have we're working on an idea. It's going to be the Tastemasters tap room. So oh, you guys, that's better. Have you guys like been to Slackwater? Yeah. So yeah, Slackwater yeah. has over three hundred beers. So yeah. instead of just beers, I'm going to have only local beers from all my friends, local liquors, local all that. But there's going to be a room in the middle or towards the side where people can see live recordings. You see it. I don't remember, hear about it, but I people can come to the, the tap room and do podcastings there, and then we can because eventually we're going to move outside of Utah with uh, people. I have a lot of brewmasters reaching out from California and Colorado. Hey, I'll, talk to me. Yes, I need your asses in front of me though. Right. Yeah. So it's better <laughs> come to because I haven't done the phone call thing yet. I will cave to it, but I like that sharing that pint with someone to me is, is mm-hmm. very, you always want to go like, let's go have a coffee. Those, those friends you haven't seen forever. Let's go out for dinner. Like that is yeah, it's more just, real. Yeah. I'm with you. That's what, that was the hardest thing about being a podcaster in 2020. I think yeah. was that it sucked. we've, we've never done over the, like over the internet or phone ones until then. It was, yeah. it was a. Well, still great, but then the quality of sounds great, weird. Yeah. You can't, you know, you don't yeah. know if your phone's going to drop. I love that you're doing there. this. So, like, if you're going to expand, how are you thinking about doing that? Are you thinking about bringing people up here to your tap room and just kind of keeping this the central hub and expanding, yeah, or actually like so. building locations? I mean, eventually it'll be. I'll have, I would like a location in Utah County because I come. My wife and I always come to Salt Lake County. Like mm-hmm. that's where Salt Lake is where you guys nailed it. It's not, I am Utah County. It's, I am Salt Lake. Okay? <laughs> Salt Lake is the heart of Utah and I will yeah. fight tooth and nail for that. Salt Lake is badass and Salt Lake is forever growing. I think Salt Lake is 10 years behind Denver, but we're going to, once we're Denver-esque, oh man. No holding back, hey, right? Let's go. Let's do Just it, full right? send, right? Yeah. Um, so I want to do it in Utah County because nothing's in Utah County. There's mm-hmm. only one distillery that just opened Clearwater, which you guys should talk to. And then one brewery, Strap Tank. Like what? There's yeah. how many breweries and distilleries in in Salt Lake? It's just literally Draper, Point of the Mountain, everything else. Because to you guys, you're probably like, let's go in Utah County. That's forever away. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? But I made yeah. the drive all the time. Right? I, I lived true. in Utah County many years. I got a lot of family. Well, down when you're there, in yeah. Utah County, Salt Lake isn't that far. But when you're in Salt Lake, Utah County is so far away. And that's what I hear mostly. <laughs> it's like, so why? Uh, you, what would it take to get you to move to Salt Lake? <laughs> uh, man, great question. I don't know. The wife's okaying it, so I don't know. Yeah. A real estate? You want to hook yeah. me with a house, go. I was going to say, I Let's just, all I, pitch in. Let's do a GoFundMe. Just, <laughs> hey, I'll move like, about anywhere if somebody did a GoFundMe <laughs> right? for me. It's so, Chris, buy me a good house, and it's got to have a badass bidet, and yeah. let's oh, well, do it. Ooh, yeah. There we go. Or get, like, a brewery in the garage, right? Yeah, I'm down, dude. Have you ever thought about getting into, like, distilling? You mentioned that you did brewing. I mean, yeah, so I thought about it for a second. Um, for me, distilling is a very, very fine Fine art, uh-huh. like uh, I mean, mm-hmm. you look at what I, like what JP is doing at Hammer Spring and what Holy Stone. Holy Stone has that yeah. purple gin. Oh my god, right? it's so yes. gorgeous. They, they, I saw the when we went to Holy Stone on their opening uh-huh. walkthrough, they showed us all the herbs that they make the gin with, and it was just like mind blowing. So when I sat down with Ethan, who's the head distiller mm-hmm. there, yeah, and just listened to him. So for me, I I realized that distillers are kind of introverted people, and. Brewers are more extroverted people typically. I'm not saying that's the, but so Ethan, super, super smart, like mm-hmm. ridiculously smart and trying to be at that level. I'm like, I don't think I can. Cause he took herbs. It's like, it's like being a chef. Like I want to take this juniper, not this juniper, this juniper, this juniper. I want to take this mint, mint, mint. Yo, I, He's like a mad scientist. He is. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. I'm, I just, I'm 31. I don't know if I can be, it's a lot. If you talk to me when I was 18, 21, Hey, maybe I put time into it. So distilling. I'm sure I could get a job in distilling and learn that, but brewing is where it's at because I can make different styles. When when distilling, you're only catered to vodka, gin, and then you have to go to Mexico to make tequila or you have to get – it takes forever to make whiskey, forever to make whiskey. Yeah. And like beer, it comes and goes. Boom, 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 boom. I can make, I can make a lager it's today. Like a quick turnaround and time. And tomorrow, yeah. So distilling is difficult. I just take my hats off because those who are staying in the distilling world, damn, good for you. And that's why they need to be showcased. Yeah. Chrissy, your glass is empty. Oh, need to I get, know. So which beverage do you want? More. Ooh, I was going to well, say there's to some beverages there, yeah, so, so maybe we should so we have, start. Right, and Dave, a, tell us. So I have a Simplicity cocktail, one. Moscow Mule, which I think is fantastic. Uh, we have Ferta, which is, an, I don't know, are you an IPA fan, a lager fan, an Hefeweizen fan, a Mexican ale fan? I have Salt Flats. My friends at Salt Flats make one of my favorite Mexican style cervezas. Quito's, my friends there. I love their blonde. They have my favorite coffee cream ale. Uh, then they have Shades, who I didn't bring one of the sours, but I brought one of their lagers, which Shades Man. can make. We need like taste stuff cups. besides that. My favorite wintertime beer from uh, Uinta is called Yard Cell. It's really good. My first beer I ever craft beer is the Uinta Cutthroat. And last but not least, I didn't know what you drink, guys. So I have the American Wheat Hefeweizen, which is a you know a lighter, more citrusy bodied beer, if you want. Ooh. So you have literally. This is like dealer's choice, man. Yeah. Okay, I want to try the. The Uinta yard sale first. For Uinta some reason, sale. that looks like fun. The, have, you, have you ever had I, yard sale? I was going to no, say, it's a, really, it? it's a really good beer, yeah. I, the, the problem is I want to try all of them. Yeah, yeah. and we can. I mean, we'll be Excellent. here for a while, but no. we can do that. I'll have the wife pick us up in the Prius. It's fine. So the reason for this one is this one has, it reminds me, well, I'm not going to tell you. I okay. want you to do, I want you to smell this. Okay. Tell me what you think of the beer and then tell me what you get mm. from it. And then, Chris, I'm going to give you the Gingerbread can, cookies. You can, there you go. Yeah, smells like gingerbread cookies. Go ahead and smell it. So, what do you guys just tell me what you guys smell? Let's go there first. Yeah, I do do smell a little Christmas there. There A little bit of. uh, Tis the season, right? A little winter, you know, a little. It's just really light, but like perfectly light. Perfectly light. I like that gingerbread aspect. That was really cool. Yeah, what else is in there? I mean, all I can think is gingerbread now. Yeah. Mm. 
We still, I should have rinsed out the glass. I still get some of that barrel aged. Uh, no, right. <laughs> be but should I just go get all the glasses out of the well. kitchen? So this is, this is a Dunkel style. Um, so what it is, it's got more of like a toasty bread. So you get like a malty mm-hmm. toasted mm-hmm. bread kind of taste. And yes. so I love it because this is, for me, it reminds me of being in front of a campfire after you're done skiing or snowboarding. You go in the lodge and sit down. That's what they call it, the yard sale. I mean, there's a yard sale term, right, where you just crash and everything goes away. I mean, she had oh, a guy crashing like yard a sale. Oh, is that like a skiing term? Mm-hmm. I so, don't know anything. Right. And so I learned about this. And so this one's just a great, like, you just got off the mountains, you're freezing cold, but you want a beer that kind of warms you up. And, set, and that toasty, warm bread taste kind of gives you that feeling. Yeah. And so you went yeah. to, even though they're a big name, they still make good shit. They really do. And I have cool friends there. Just because they're they're a bigger production brewery doesn't mean they're they're not passionate about what they're doing there. You know, I like what, I, you know what I like about beer brewers is that you guys don't look at each other as competition. Not in Utah. You know, well, so in other states, do they? Oh, yeah, I think so. Really? Uh, like in Ohio, uh, Pennsylvania, other states like that, I feel like it's, it's cutthroat almost. Really? Uh, yeah. California, you're always trying to be like the next Sierra Nevada. And Sierra Nevada will always, the great beer. But I feel like trying to topple the king is almost impossible. Yeah. But in Utah, mm-hmm. it's like, did you win a medal? Fuck yeah. Like, can you yeah. help, me, help me make a medal? I will. Because I remember making beer over at Proper, and we did a collaboration. They did a Tastemasters collaboration beer. We ran out of an ingredient, and we went to uh, went to Fisher Beer to ask for that ingredient, and we went to uh, Keto's Beer, or Keto's, to get the ingredient, got it from Clay there. And then I told Kevin the same story, Kevin Templin at TF. He goes, just call me next time. See, like, and people heard this story, like, just give me a call, like, whatever. Don't you love that? I loved I, it. Every, I Beautiful. feel like every person we've had on yeah. has been that way. I mean, someone in the industry has held their hand and given them a lift up or they've helped someone. It's just really cool because all it does is give us more awesome stuff, yeah. you know? And I love that everybody out here thinks but that why way. Is, why is that not a more, a, a more general thing? Like a, a more general practice. Yeah, like, to just... like, hey, Joanne's, like, go to Michael. Hey, we ran out of thread. Do you have some, Joanne's? Fuck you. I'm like, no, I, <laughs> like, help me out. And the brewing industry, yeah. even distilling, we have had distillers come out like, hey, I, I reached out to multiple of my friends, like, we need barrels so I can barrel aid something. Sure, what do you need? What do you want? What are you looking for? Oh, we don't have it, but so-and-so has it. Oh, damn. Like, that it, that camaraderie, I call it, I used to call it a brotherhood, and then I realized it's a family because there's so many cool female brewers out there. And it's like, the diversity in brewing is fantastic. There's all shapes, sizes, races, colors. It doesn't matter. And they all have a story. They're all beautiful people. And my friend said it best. You cannot be an asshole in the brewing, distilling, and fermentation community and survive. You won't. Go ahead and be an asshole, but you'll be weeded out. I kind of like that, though. You know? It's like, just... So what, in your opinion, what what do you feel makes a good brewer? Like, uh... Does that make hmm. sense? That I'm question, to think, right? Like, yeah, like good as in uh, talented. And yeah, because like, I'm sure not everybody can be a brewer, right? It's kind of a yeah, science. I think so. I mean, there's a lot of brewers that I've I've met that are they think they're better than you. They think they are hot shit, but in reality, that's not going to get you far in life. So a good brewer is they're humble, passionate. I think passion is huge, and they can make good art. So you can, I, anyone can make a beer. Anyone can make a cider. But to make the the first ninety percent of doing that is easy. Anyone can do it. The last ten percent, honing it in, mm-hmm. fine tuning it, that's where you know the Bob Ross in you comes in, and you can actually hone in that skill. So to be a, a good brewer, distiller, I think passion's what it takes. Do it for yeah, it's not not the money, not the no, nah, not the glory. It's <laughs> it's because of the love of the beer, and that's why yeah. I'm still in this industry. Is because I have I'll have a lot of cool ideas, but in order to make it good. 
put it well put where I can have everyone taste it and enjoy it. I'm just waiting for that day when someone is sitting at the bar looking and being like, holy shit, this is awesome. I need another one. I'm just like, I fucking did that. You know what I mean? Like, that would be beautiful. I would love that. But someone yeah. be like, yeah, I fucking made it. See ya. Like, that's yeah. that's different. I don't like that. So, passion, for sure. Because then it, we chase this aspect of perfection. It's, I think, I don't know if it's a Utah thing or just a human nature. We want to be perfect. We want to look good. We want our hair to look good, our makeup to look good, our nails, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But stop. Lead by passion. That's what we should be chasing. Lead about your heart. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what you smell like. I don't care. You know, this is, if you have a big ass heart and you're willing to share and you're willing to help others, then that's what I think will make you a good person. And that's what I look for when I bring people on the podcast is they are passionate. If they haven't been passionate and caught my attention, I'm not bringing you on. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Okay, what do you do, okay, as a fellow podcaster, when people do want to come on and you just don't feel like they're they're passionate enough? How hmm. do you kind of break the news yeah, that's, to them? Yeah, that's uh, been really hard. Uh, that's happened, especially uh, lately. Uh, a lot of people are like, hey, I want to come on. I'm like, come, wanting to, it's kind of weird to ask to be on someone's podcast first off. Uh, so that's kind of a strike one, in a way. Don't ask to be on a podcast. I mean, hmm. it's for me, I... When, when's I am Salt Lake going to interview me? Like that's Chris, thank God for, thank you for reaching out to me. Like, but it was really hard to be like, Hey guy, can I come talk? I have a story. Like, no, I want you guys to kind of feel that but, out. But I like it when people reach out to me. Though. For me, I don't. Yeah, when it comes okay. to like that, like. See, I think I'm I a little a more story. like you. I, I like to be like, mm, I want to talk to that person. Because I, that I, person. I, I, being raised by my mother, it, it's, it's just, I'm always drawn to those people who have big ass hearts. I don't know what it is, but I, I, magnetized to but that. the problem with those people is they refuse to advocate for themselves exactly and so yeah i i make a make a habitat or a, a room that's comfortable mm-hmm. and i and one of my favorite photographers i interviewed is she she will not take photos with you unless you take a shot of high west whiskey with her before you guys do a photo shoot huh. and that's for them to be relaxed for her to be relaxed know that we they're still get her cool on the show <laughs> yeah she's really cool she takes all of like shades and red rocks beers pictures that's like she's so really cool. cool yeah her name's kenzie shout out kenzie what I do is I say, hey, yeah, I'll get back to you on that one. Let me think about it. And like, just shut up. That's it. Like, and if I want to get back to him, I will. I'll think about it though. So I never go be like, hey, I'm not going to interview. I don't like you. Yeah. I'll never, ever say that. But I'll think about it because sometimes I've caved and I realize, you know what? They do have a story and they do have something. But let it be in my terms, right? And it's really weird because I, I feel like I've created a way where I can get you to talk about yourself without you sounding showboaty or cocky or anything like that's, I want to hear that big heart person. That's what needs to be heard. Not your, I am the best. Kind not of not like the, your best friend who's really good at talking that you hired to do all the talking for you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a really, it's a good question. It's really hard. It's it really is. Hard to it kind is of hard. Out that. I've just, I mean, and that's kind of an out of the people. box question right now, yeah. but I was very curious because it's, it's like a people. challenge. Yeah. Cause the, I, I feel like everyone has a story, mm-hmm. but not everyone's story should be told. Like, I don't want to hear about your struggles and how you hate life and how you hate everyone. Right. Right. But you right. do have a story. Let's get to what's good about like what do you like about it? But maybe life? you what's want cool? you want a story that has the energy that you want to put out into the world. Yeah. And that's fair. And it's your show. My my favorite thing I think lately has been going to those introverted people behind the scenes. They're like, oh, I'm not interesting. I don't have a cool story. And then once I sit their asses down, have one pint with them, and they tell me these beautiful stories about how they have traveled the world and how they have arts and they've done all you know, it's just fantastic. And I'm like, see. They're the most beautiful people. There you go. That's I, I did yeah. it. Boom. That's it. Good job. This I podcast love that. is not about me. It's never been about me. It ha- and it won't be. My friends want me to have the logo to be uh, change it to my hair with a microphone in front of it, and I'm like, that's fun and cool, but it, 
It could be your hair with a microphone and a nah, beer. Let, right. You know, let and Weird Allen Slash have the hair. You can call me Weird Allen Slash, but no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the beard thing. I don't want to, I don't want to be behind the beard or behind the hair. Yeah. But sometimes like, it's the guy with the hair. Like, yeah, I keep it because it's cool. I like my hair. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. But when I see, when I show people with me with short hair, they're like, who the hell's that? That's me. I'm the same person. But once you sit down with me, I promise you guys won't forget me. Like, right? I'm not going to forget you guys. Oh, yeah. So not next time all. I see you, we're going to talk. And that's, but it's palpable. Whether I have my hair up, it's in a hat and a beanie. Whether I broke my jaw, broke my nose, it doesn't matter. If I'm missing an arm, we're still going to talk because you guys are still good people. I right? like that. Solid and point. That's what I try to you find. might have to remind me who you are if you have your hair up and sunglasses. <laughs> you guys meet a lot of people, so maybe I will do. But if you're like, hey, that weird out guy or from behind, Elaine Bennis. I, I, I see the weird out thing there. So let's no, talk I'm about- No, I'm actually loving the Weird Al thing. Uh, Sorry, I'm just people like- People oh. say if I had the top hat, Slash, and that's cool. I like that. So I like Slash too, but Weird Al's like kind of the coolest person in the world. Yeah, so. and I'm okay with being Weird Al. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. On on uh, December 17th, I want to make sure to touch on this uh, before we forget. On oh, December shit, how'd 17th you know about that? is the Tastemasters. Well, it's, it's posted online. <laughs> it's, it's posted online and talked about. And so we got to talk about it oh, on damn. the podcast. What's going on there? What, wow, what's you, happening? That's a cur- I didn't think you guys- Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. Tastemasters Festival is happening this year, two thousand seven or uh, December 17th, 2021, uh-huh. a Friday night. Um, VIP tickets and general admission. So basically from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And I have cool, badass friends that they're trying to put it about me. They're trying to showcase me and say thank you for me. But at, in reality, it's really a place where anyone I've interviewed, all my cool friends, distillers, brewers, anyone at kombucha, coffee, you name it, they're going to be in one room. And it's a place where you can come drink their cocktails, their kombucha, their sake, and and just vibe. And I'm I've met really cool people. And it's a chance for all my friends to be in one room and just commute and get together. And again, they're making it about me, but in reality, it's gonna be a room at Bewilder, it's at Bewilder, but it's gonna be a room where it's so many cool artists in Utah are creating fantastic crafts like you have in front of you, and they're gonna be there celebrating each other and it's because i guess my friends are trying to prove that i helped them all realize there's a camaraderie and that we should all get it's together it's so cute that you're saying that because you actually did they're not trying to prove it that's what actually it's happened hard because like again it's not about me yeah i guess <laughs> i'm tough. the one that know, did it yeah, but yeah and they want me to give like a little you know, thank you speech and i you know it's really really hard because like i just want to be like thanks guys i love you and then walk away like i can talk i can talk my anyone's ear off i'm very you guys can see this now but it's about all those friends I have, and they're going to be in one room. It's like being at, if you guys have ever gone to a beer festival. Oh man, and yeah. And seeing all the brewers and these big, these all people who make amazing beer in one room. You're like, this is like 500 years of experience under one roof. And it That's blows your mind. That's the coolest part. Like if you can go booth to booth and actually talk to them. Man. They tell you, know, they'll tell you all cool about. cool people if you're there. So yeah, it's so It's cool. limited seating, unfortunately. We can only, because Bewilder can only have a capacity of so much. Um, but it's first come, first serve. Uh yeah, December 17th. Come meet awesome people. There's going to be food. Every time you get, buy a ticket, you get tokens, kind of like the Bruce Stillery, where you get a certain token. So each token gets you a drink, whether it's a cocktail, a beer, sake, kombucha, coffee, non-alcoholic beverages, gluten-free beverages. Like I've met so many people. You get cupcakes. They have special <laughs> cupcakes for me. I don't know what Diaz is making, but she has some weird cupcakes. <laughs> but they're going to be good. And you're going to meet some fabulous people there. Like I have cool friends. So come meet them. 
So I love cool. it. And That's I got to give a shout out to Bewilder Brewing too. They hosted yeah. the Utah Cheese Awards yeah. uh, recently. Huh? And that was a lot of fun. They did a great yeah, job. Steve yeah, Steve over there. It was a great, super we've fun. We've had Steve on the, we need to get Steve back through we here. We do need know? to get Steve back on. I know we talked on. about bringing. Yeah. Did you go to the Cheese Awards? I didn't, but I saw it because I was actually yeah. out of town. Okay. I saw that. But yeah, okay. Bewilder is a great place to host things. They had yesterday a home brewing competition. Yeah. And yeah. They, they have a really great space. Yeah. And what Cody and Ross do over there is really cool and how they've, they have everything on the line and they're making that happen. And so go support, support local people like that, you know, support the toasted barrels and the TFs and the everything. Like we have cool, we have yeah. cool stuff out here. So tell us something else about you. What are some other hobbies and interests of things you enjoy? When something you're not drinking besides, and talking about drinking. Besides <laughs> podcasting and beer, what is something else about David that we should know? I love just vibing with my friends. Um, love that. My favorite hobby is taking my wife to like some different location, whether it's across the country or like a new restaurant. And I love just taking my wife to somewhere new and we can either have a good experience or bad experience. If it's a bad experience, like remember that shitty experience we had? Yeah, I remember. So I love creating memories of my wife. Like that's first and foremost. And then I like taking my wife and then doing fun things with a lot of other cool people. Like I like that. And and then I love sports. I don't play them. I wish I would was more active. My Actually, collegiate degree is in uh, sports medicine. So I was an athletic trainer at UVU for 10 years, and I don't do wow. that anymore. But like, yeah, baseball and wrestling was were huge. Uh, I didn't play either of them. But being on the field with the boys, I love that. My wife's a hurdler. Okay. So that's where I met her. So get, wow. I'm like, running is hard. So let's put a obstacle and jump over it while you're running <laughs> at full speed. And she did that like willy-nilly. Wow. Good yeah. for her. That's yeah, amazing. She's a so yeah, spending time with my wife hanging out with my friends. Like that's what I like to do. Did you grow up here in Utah? I did. So yeah. my family's from South Texas. Okay. Um, we moved here. I helped my mother raise my sisters and cause her, her parents were here in Utah. So Utah's home. Utah. I've been here most of my life, Utah County. Uh, I mean, I've, I've gone out and lived in other States since, but yeah, Utah's home. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Let's, uh, we need to shift directions. We have some Salt Lake City related. Do you need more drink here before we get to the Salt Lake City questions, Chrissy? You oh, that, and then I just poured you the syrup <laughs> coke. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Syrup Co. makes uh, awesome uh, syrups for cocktails, sodas, and more. So there's yeah. always a non-alcoholic recipe and an alcoholic recipe on their bottles. They're one of my sponsors. Syrup Co. is making great that. stuff. But We need to get connected to them to bring them done. on I Am Salt Nate and Jake Lake. are kicking ass. Okay, right okay. I'll get their information from but you. But Cherry Pie too. Syrup is one of their... There's flagship ones. Yeah. And you just had it. It's local cherries. Yeah. So tell me about it. Well, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Cherry pie. Yeah. I'm awesome. like super stoked about this because I always want to make cocktails. Yeah. But to be honest, I just never, it's like you have to go hunt down all the ingredients yeah. and you have to go like, well, there you go. There's the time syrup. cutting them up. They have, have sample so, packs. This is their, this is their so holiday cool. sample yeah. pack. Butter pecan, cranberry packs. sauce, and candy cane. Very it's cool. perfect. They have all the ingredients you need to make a cocktail. So what drink? What drink are you going to pour there, Chrissy? Before we get to these Salt Lake City questions, Ermer Gersh. I don't know. Let's try the Moscow Mule. Moscow Mule for yeah. some booze. Yeah. So what Chad, Chris, and Becca are doing over there? Uh, fantastic things. So basically, what they have always thought about is making a cocktail, but to go because they're huge winter advocates. So they go do sports things. So mm-hmm. but they don't want to take up. The mint, you know, for the mojito and the the sodas the and everything. The copper cup. So why can't you just have it in a in a can? So yeah, this is six percent, ready to drink, gluten free. So it's all good to go. And I am rude, and I didn't pour yours first. I apologize. Oh, you are not rude at all. I'm enjoying. Yeah, get I'm enjoying out of here, yeah. man. You rude piece of shit. Jeez. But so I mean, I'm giving me my beer first. 
Here, I'll take a, I'll take a look at mm. it. Go ahead and smell it. it. Smells wonderful. And then if this tastes like a cocktail, let me know. You might have some beer residual, but this is another. I don't think we've had them on Simplicity yes. on the podcast. So pod. again, this we haven't yet. Yeah. We have a beautiful mm. community this and connections. This is nice and yeah. like it's it's a very refreshing <laughs> Moscow Mule. This is six like, percent. I like the right? packaging. It doesn't too, taste though. like six no. percent. They they hide the alcohol well. It tastes like zero percent. Yeah. We have some amazing wow. liquor in this state and beer. Handcrafted. Brewery. Yeah, it's all. But so anyway. Ooh, uh, and the ginger's not too strong. I would like to thank Simplicity for that. Sometimes <laughs> the ginger's just too much. Punch you in the nose. Yeah. So David, we ask everybody that comes through here this question. Um, we have family and friends. They come to visit us, right? And they're like, give us a tour. Show us around. Show us areas that uh, tourists would take people. Where where do you take people to show show off uh, the valley, the city, the state? So yeah, great question. Uh, Park City is a great place. Yeah. I like to show it to people. Uh, there's really cool things downtown Salt Lake or uh, downtown Park City. I also love taking people to anytime like Utah games, like Utah football. Okay, it's really cool to showcase like Utah sports in a way. And then local breweries. It's kind of a, a biased answer, but there's some really like I can sit down and. I get a lot of out-of-staters being like, I only like Bud Light. Okay, well, let me show you a crafted Bud Light and kind of Ooh. blow their mind from there, right? But Salt Lake's got some cool things. Yeah, sports and breweries. That's where I would go. Any favorite local eating spots? Any favorite places you like to stuff your face? Yeah, there's a was Tuscany's and Draper. That okay. was really cool. My wife and I had one of our favorite memories and rest, uh, dates there. And then Sundance. If you got a chance to go to the Alba or the Foundry Grill or the Tree Room, the Tree Room is... If you want a five-star private experience, tree room at Sundance. Boom. That's Very good cool. to know. So, Chris, when you're ready to... Uh, I know, yeah. Wink, date, wink, date nudge, night nudge. idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little spa what, first. What would you change about Salt Lake or about the Valley if you could change something? Uh, the rules from the DABC. The laws that the DABC have put down. So, DABC was born from Mormon thought. And what they did is basically uh, alcohol is frowned upon. So if you look at, I can't craft certain styles to ABV that's, or a certain what it's supposed to be because of uh, liquor laws. I think they're kind of ridiculous. And it's the, it's the thing about why holding back our creativity with laws that were made hundreds of years ago. That's mm-hmm. really stupid. And this, this idea of all Mormons are sad and, and mad and always hating all of us. Come on now. We're cool people. I don't care. If, I don't care what you believe in, what you think. Not everyone here is Mormon or LDS, but we're still good people. Utah is a cool place, whether you believe in and and I'm not saying Mormons are bad. Like believe yeah. you, what you want to. No, believe. like they're cool. But, I like. But them. it's it's Utah's got this kind of judgy aspect sometimes, especially right. in Utah County. Just relax. Yeah, Just chill. we're kind of working on all loving each other Just regardless chill. of differences. Like, but I feel like we're getting there. Uh, yeah, behind Denver. If once we can be Denver, like if you go to Denver, no one gives a fuck about you. Like, eh, yeah, exactly. Man, just don't be an asshole. Eh. But I think once Salt Lake can be there, which is on the track, just relax, breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Denver's got weed, man. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get <laughs> we there. almost have we'll weed. Get there. Give us ten years, dude. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Oh man. So, okay. So actually here's one. What, what about what's going on down in Utah County, man? That's that you're just like, man, this is cool that Utah County's, I don't know. I always ask about Salt Lake, you know, yeah, like so Utah County, spots in Salt Lake. Yeah. But we should highlight a lot of people live in Utah County. So Utah County is slowly growing. It's yeah, blowing well, it's, up. It's, so it's great down you there. Guys, you guys, you used to be down there. So yeah. Geneva Steel. Used yeah. to be We've both lived down there for a gotcha. long time. So, so you got Orem mm-hmm. on the West side of I-15 is, is Vineyard. 
And yeah. that place is blowing. I feel like Vineyard is blowing up. Up, like it's ridiculous how much it's just going. people moving there. And people stuff. moving there. There's cool spots. More bars opening up. More awesome restaurants. Uh, there's gonna be malls down there. There's gonna be events. There's, there's there's plans that I hear that for like a USANA type event center down there. Holy like cow! Like virtual. Like there's cool things happening. Lehigh's a tech company or a tech city that's blowing mm-hmm. up. Uh, like Daybreak's gonna be a hub. Daybreak. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. Payson is blowing up. When I remember, there's like couple stop signs, maybe a couple lights, one of those, you know, uh, one school, but now even Payson's blowing up. It's not just farmland anymore. Yeah. Don't so they have I, like a Costco? <laughs> something. Yeah. That's how you know. know you made it. But, right. So, I mean, Utah County is slowly getting there, but yeah. more fun things need to be in Salt Lake or in, in Utah County. And that's why I feel like my tap room idea, my wife and I really want to make that happen because more cool things should be there. And I want to help add to that. <gasps> tap home. room with bean bags. You're welcome. <laughs> I like that. That's a good idea. I would sit in that all day. Yeah. I would go work there. That's a, a, what I would do. A, a tap Good. room with so, soda in it. That, huge the, Utah's like their soda house. Well, yeah, there you there's go. Too many, if there's, every, there's a church and soda place on every corner. Yeah. <laughs> you'll make it though. Man. Yeah. You know you'll make it. I know, it, right? but I'm not caving I'm not to the soda world. Yeah, no, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> no, but I got a question for you guys. Yeah, please. Uh-oh. So who's someone that you guys haven't interviewed yet, but you want to interview? That we haven't interviewed? Yes. You know, okay, so this used to be like a big question people would ask me, like whenever I'd go on their podcast, like, who's your dream interview? Who who would you like to chat? I want to know that. It's tough because I've chatted with like everybody I've wanted to chat with. So, I mean, there's probably a few people in in Salt Lake that um, Rocky Anderson is probably one that that I haven't had a chance to chat with yet. That would be kind of cool to have. Uh, on the show, Ty Burrell, right? Oh, from bar really room cool. or a beer bar room, beer bar. Uh, it would be cool to get on. And, and I've had certain people, you know, and these are people I've had people reach out to. They just kind of, if you know, well, you know, this or that, just having the stars haven't aligned yet, you know. Uh, those are two that I think kind of come to my head. What about outside of Utah? Oh, well, shoot, gosh, outside of Utah. I mean, if we want to get into just like dream interviews. Yes, of, give me, you of, want to sit down. People hmm. that. Uh, An interview. I, you know, one of my favorite musicians is. Neil Ron, deGrasse Tyson. Well, Neil deGrasse okay, Tyson. Sorry, there, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Or, or Malcolm Gladwell for you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Malcolm Gladwell. <gasps> yes. That'd be mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. That would be so uh, great. For me, I would say, I really like Ryan Adams, uh, the musician Ryan Adams. Oh, I don't cool. Know if you're familiar with any of his work. Uh, cool. If just somebody. Shankar Vedanta. I know I'm butchering his name. Sorry, I'm just shouting my yeah. name in between okay, yours. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, go, yeah. Uh, I'm like trying I to think it. while you're talking. Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. Um, what's 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 stopping you from making that happen? Uh, well, I, I guess I just don't have a podcast platform. That yeah, I, you do. You're probably what the biggest Salt or uh, Utah podcast. Well, these aren't Salt Lake people, though. So, but you you got some weight behind your name. And you, you guys think are we could be people. like, hey, do you want to talk to the people yeah. of Salt Lake? Yeah. See, yeah. There's, I think you guys can do it. Because what, you guys have been voted best uh, podcast for like 17 years now in a row? You, <laughs> guys are cool. you guys are killing it. Like, you guys are great, doing great things. Yeah, like, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. an honor to be here. Yeah, like, well, really. thank you. Uh, it's an honor yeah. to yeah. have yeah. you here. Yeah. yeah. No, you know, I, I, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Well, I think the thing that, you know, it's exactly, we only, we do it the same reason you do it is because it's just so great to see all of these people who are so passionate and who want to, you know, help build up this area and make yeah. cool things. Because Utah is cool. It's yeah. so cool. It and the people here are so creative. Mm-hmm. It, it's like mind-blowing. 
And so I'm just glad that you're doing what you do. Yeah. You know? No, I wish there were more and more people that did podcasts, like mm-hmm. uh, like spotlighting the cool stuff here. Because, hey, there's seven days in a week, man. There's enough time to listen to all the podcasts out there. Right? <laughs> you know excuses, what I mean? Right? Like, listen to I Am Salt Lake on Monday. Listen to Tastemasters on Thursday. See, and that's only two hours in a week. Gosh, there's been, you know, the sad thing is, is there's been other fun podcasts, Utah related, but they've all kind of stopped. It's, you know, yeah. it's tough. It's tough to keep a podcast it going. Is. It's that lonely. Because yeah. it, what's your drive? Sometimes you just want to yeah. give up. It's too hard. It's time demanding. It's stress. It's, you guys have kids. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's And you feel stressful. like you're always like harassing people to come on or mm-hmm. like checking up, you know, and after a while you're like, is it even worth it? Does and then you're like running listen? into episodes. You're like, oh shit. Uh, bullshit episode. <laughs> uh, I get it. Like, I understand. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Sometimes we have ones where we're like, okay, is there anything we could just talk about if someone yeah. got sick and couldn't like, come? Who wants to listen to you two? You know, like, I have that. Like, who wants to listen to just me? Oh, I know. God. Like, have well, you tried to do a solo episode before? No. Have you tried? It's hard. Uh, it's I, really hard. I, I have, luckily, I have really cool friends, like, on the minute, like, hey, I, there's probably, probably, like, a dozen episodes where I'm like, hey, I have a topic I want to talk about, and I'll teach you, let's talk about it, and just get a little toasty. I've never, okay, I like, only once I've gotten drunk on my podcast. Like, I, it's not just a bunch of drunk idiots talking, even though I've, people are like, hey, you should have a drunk episode. I'm like, eh, but that's not, I'm not here to talk that's about That's not, like, the goal. No, but. But it could be a fun episode. Had a six-hour cider episode. I talked about ciders for six hours. Had to break it into three episodes. So I got drunk on that one just because six hours of ciders, you get It's going to add up, yeah. man. Yeah. But, so the first episode sounds great. Second episode, wow. And the third episode, second wind came somehow. <laughs> well, that's good. At least you aren't like, Bleh. Yeah, but by myself doing that and be like, oh, I'm not, I don't think I'm interesting. I mean, people think I think I, or people think I'm interesting, but yeah. I, I would rather talk about other people. And so I'll get my friends be like, hey, let's just talk about this and so yeah. they're like eh, feed me beer done like it's easy like drinking and talking about interesting things is the most fun thing ever yeah, yeah. so that's i guess alcohol helps me uh do a podcast i guess because yeah. like hey. i said i guess my envision was come here first early i chris even told me like hey let's yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna show you guys a beer let's yeah. have a beer first and then get relaxed know each other and let's yeah. go i didn't know you hit record but like let's go yeah <laughs> you no know, that's the best thing and is that's I, how I, wanted, we get you. I wanted it to be uh a little organic here i mean to talk about all these i mean you brought in such a, a array of the amazing drinks here in utah i mean this is the, a great representation of it's uh, a utah really beverages. great representation yeah. i was missing cider and and kombucha but you've already talked to yeah. the both of them so i didn't yeah. bring it yeah so i'm trying to bring people you didn't i do i want to get more pictures of those later yeah, yeah you're welcome, okay welcome i gotta give a shout out to salt flats because every time i see your logo when i'm driving on the freeway it makes me happy so good job salt flats yeah and and so, now i'm gonna try your beer funny story about salt flats is the brewmaster at the time uh his name scott parker uh was the first First Salt Lake outside of the podcast. Like I had Sean Smith, the first brewmaster, come on the podcast. But he's the first one as a brewmaster, which is like a big deal in the brewing industry, a brewmaster, to come on my podcast and talk his beer. And so I had – he came willy-nilly. He brought 12 of his beers. I have a picture of him, 12 of his beers, sat down at my table, and we just talked beer. That's awesome. And that was the coolest – one of the coolest episodes I ever did was him. And I call him like my first like brewmaster episode. But to have someone give me a shot. And like, be like, oh, I, I can do this. Like, so Scott, like, because of Salt Flats, like, I love those boys over there. They're, they're kicking ass. And Salt Flats has like a special little place in my heart because of that. 
So that's really that's cool awesome. they said that. They're, oh, yeah. they're one brewery. I need to get them. Ketos, uh, Shades. I don't think I've had yeah, any Yeah, Marcio's shades. over there. Clay at Ketos. Um, this, like I, the crew at Squatters. There's so many people at Squatters in Wasatch. Oh, um, man, I love Squatters. I know I had, J- I had Jason Stock on. He was he was in the early 26, I want to say he was on. Oh, damn. So my Jason Stock episode actually comes out yeah. next week. Okay, okay. Yeah. So so actually, okay, so let's let's talk about that as we kind of wrap this episode up a little bit here. Uh, David, is your episodes come out every Thursday? Yeah. People can subscribe to uh, just search for Tastemasters, however you're yeah, listening to this show. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that podcast will be available as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, anything else? I mean, what else be, should we talk about before we wrap this episode up that we didn't get a chance to talk about? See, the one thing I want to, so in the, in the brewing community, what I try to advocate and try to push within, like as a brewer is more collaborations. Okay. So it's really cool to see when, like we just did a collaboration with Bewilder. So you're going to see a Bewilder and Strap Tank beer coming out next year. Uh, when TF does collaborations with other breweries, they do, they like to do collaborations outside of Utah. Ogden's own. They haven't done a collaboration. Salt Flats is coming out with one from one of my sponsors, Mindful Coffee. So they're going to come out with a, a coffee lager from like actual local coffee. I love it's a that. collaboration. So, so these artists are getting together and doing cool shit. Like, right. Like, isn't I, that awesome? You're like, I love dude, it. you so, can actually make money doing right, cool so shit. So Syrup Co. and Holy Stone are making a cocktail together. So you can get that cocktail at, I think it's Lake Effect with Syrup Co. Okay. and Holy Stone. Like, right. So like oh, nice. artists are getting together and doing things together. So my question and my like kind of favor and hope for you guys is let's do more podcast collaborations. <gasps> let's do it. I so love why, why that. haven't you guys done like a, I am Salt Lake and ta- like taste masters collab. Well, here's or, the, th- well, you all know right. What I mean? That's really right. cool. That's, we gotta not, that's talk not a about thing. This. Why is that not a thing? It should be a let's thing. Let's do a collab, you know, yeah. like something cool like that. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we, we've, I mean, that's kind of what we've invited other podcasters on the podcast. And I mean, that's, that's our attempt of trying. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be cool to be like, you we, know. Well, we've always really wanted to have a specialist in some area mm. that we can kind of collab with and be like, all right, what's your take on things? And that would be really yeah. cool to be able to do like a, I, cause you guys, I think are Utah great podcasters. Masters. I think, well, I think you. really you guys are the, in my opinion, and I'm not just cause you're sitting here. I'm, I, I, the Latin in me doesn't really bullshit. I don't really lie, but you guys are the best podcasters in Utah. Like, it's in a way like I, I, want, I would like to be on your guys' level of podcasting. Well, thank you. But That's so nice to have of you. I am Salt Lake podcasters to come on Taste Mat, be a co-host on the Taste Masters podcast. Uh-huh. That would be like. Fuck, that's really cool. I have some of the coolest artists in podcasts with some cool artists that are local. That would just be an awesome episode, yeah. whether it's aired on both platforms or just my platform. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. man. So stuff like that needs to happen more. Well, I, think, I think that would be really cool because I would love to be able to, because we're all trying to highlight so many people, we could be even more effective highlighting yeah. them together. So then, like, I love that. So my, I guess my, I have two unspoken rules on my podcast. I only do it face to face and you can't co-host unless you come be interviewed first. So that like means that. we're going to have to have an I Am Salt Lake episode, Tastemasters. Then you can come co-host. Oh, Here, how about this? Check this out. We need to have, and I don't know why, I don't know why I, this pops in my head always as an idea, but like a 24 hour marathon where we just get shit faced and, and I'll even get shit faced. <laughs> hey, you guys heard it here. Do, I'll do, leave uh, every few do, hours uh, and take a nap. Like and then do, I'll a, come back. do a 24 hour marathon and to like raise money. Okay. For something. He's always yeah, wanted money. to do that. I don't know. And I'm like, 
wanted. To, I know. I always recommend this. Hey, for, if you tried for, to make me talk for, for twenty four hours for, for the ten years of doing this, or almost uh, ten years of doing this. So why can't we do it? Let's do it. I don't know why. It's a reality. Be the funnest thing in sure, the world. Like, absolutely. All right, well, guys, we're at hour eighteen here. We could do now, this. But, but do it for a good cause. It could be a okay. F- yeah, do it. UHF too, right? Like I always think of UHF, right? Like on the phones trying to raise money, right? Like okay, UHF is one of the things that we bonded over when we were dating. So you guys having the Weird Al duplicate right here should be an honor. It's like perfect. All right, you gotta be the guy with the broom, and I'll be the crazy spaceman. All right, cool. Stanley Spadowski. You got the marble in the. Okay, I like it. See, but like the stuff like that can happen. That can be reality. And going to a good cause because you guys do have a huge mouthpiece here in Utah. (laughs) Well, thank you. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard. You guys are trying to spotlight and showcase me, but come on. We you guys are. are also... I know. You keep turning the tables. Knock it off, Dave. That's what I do. This is about you. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining this episode of Taste Masters. Until the next beverage, my friends. Uh, Just walk away. You're, you're, you're good at flipping the tables. Uh, Again, it's not about me. It's like cool people, right? Yeah. How, can, how can our listeners connect with you? You're on all the social media uh, or what? So I just... So, uh, I can't wait to like one day hire someone because I do all the social. I do everything. Yeah, it's, it's a pain in the ass. So yeah, Twitter, uh, Facebook. I'm more present on Instagram. That's the easiest for me. I like pictures. I like like showing my artists. Like here's here's who I interviewed. Like this is my my friend. Um, and then my website's there. And then you can so if you want to get a hold of me, just DM me. And Instagram is probably the easiest way. And then my I tastemastersdrink.com. Like that's that's our website. And you can listen to um, our episodes. Spotify, Amazon. I t- you name it, it's there. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Excellent. Uh, Chrissy has a final question. Unless there's anything else you want to add before we wrap this episode up, David. Be- well, yeah, before- I do. Okay, you, yeah. Last question, yeah. I promise. Be no, last question. no, you're good. <laughs> what can I do for you guys to become better as either people and or podcasters? What can I do for you? Uh, I'll have to get back to you on that one. But. I would say just keep doing what you do. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there I think you, go, you doing what Chrissy. you do is just, Yeah. I, I feel like it's an epic uh, here's the thing. I feel like it complements what we're trying to do because we're all trying to highlight people. Yeah. And I love that you're diving in and you're able to highlight more of that area than we can at one time. Yeah. So yeah. I like to no, me, I, I just think it's great. Absolutely. I mean, cause we can't interview all the, the beer and, uh, yeah, it's a lot people, even though we want know. to, I mean, so that's let me know who and you. I'll help you out. If yeah. You can. Yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, Chrissy's answer is probably, uh, isn't one of that terrible? Ones, That's my know? answer. But yeah, more Keep collaborations. Let's, let's do that. I mean, that would be I a fun, I, I think it'd be a fun thing to do just yeah. to even kind of spice up both of our, because I feel like bit. I like people in my neck of the woods should know about yeah, you guys. Yeah. I think you guys are doing great things. Yeah. So well, that just makes you. sense. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, we want people to know about you. Yeah. I appreciate that. So. Yeah. Let's do this. Little, little cross promotion. You there. guys, yeah, you guys figure out the cool collab options. Yeah. You show, show up and right? drink. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like my That's wife. That's my awesome. job. I love that. <laughs> Go ahead with your final All question, right, Chrissy. Chrissy has a final, final question. question yeah. Is if you could leave our listeners with a piece of life advice or a motto, yes, what would you leave them with? Yeah. So there's two things I'd say: is you can shit in one hand, hope in the other, and see which one fills up first. That's what my uh, military boss in the in college would tell me. And I never looked into that until I thought, oh, yeah, like you can sit here and hope, but you got to actually go do. So when I this podcast that I started was a pipe dream. It was something that I just dreamt. If it wasn't for Holly, my wife, it would be just that a dream. It was, I wouldn't have done anything. She pushed me and I kept going with it and I kept trying. You don't know what you're made of until you actually try. 
So you can shit in one hand and hope in the other. And then to go off that, it's stop chasing perfection. I know I said this earlier, but chase that passion. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Again, our website, IamSaltLake.com. This is where you can go and listen to the entire back catalog of uh, episodes. All 500 plus episodes are right there on the website. Go check them out. Make sure you're subscribed in whatever podcast app you're using these days. Uh, so whenever a new episode of the podcast gets released, it gets right sent to your uh, smartphone. Hey, it is the first episode of the month, and we give love to our Patreon supporters. This is uh, one of my favorite episodes to do because I love to express gratitude and thanks to these individuals because these individuals are uh, awesome by helping keep the lights on, helping pay our podcast expenses and all that good stuff. If you would like to become a Patreon supporter, super easy to do, patreon.com slash Lake, and you can do that for as little as a dollar. But let's run down the list here, give some thanks, show some gratitude to uh, Jeremy Hunt, Jen Seals, Mark Copeland, Brett A. Schmidt, Todd Bjorkland, Tim Haran, Michelle Stevens-Williams, Christopher A. Heiser, Brandon Hill from Mountain Standard Time Marketing, Jay Chambers, Sana, John Miller, Eric Tamaro, Nicole Davison, Nikki Line, and Ryan Prince. Many thanks to all those individuals for being supporters of the podcast, Patreon supporters. Uh, again, if you would like to become a Patreon supporter, super easy to do. Just go on to patreon.com slash I am Salt Lake and uh, become a supporter. And I'll read your name next month on the podcast. Super easy, easy. And that's going to do it, like I said, for this episode. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a single episode. And like I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, if you would like a free market analysis and find out the value of your home is currently here in the area, in the Salt Lake City area, get in touch with me, 801-244-2908, and I'd love to help you out with that. And until next week, you guys have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast.